Welcome everybody to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest running sales training podcast in the entire universe, created exclusively for sales professionals to help you create your own sales success. My name is Brian Neal. I'm Bill Kasky. And that was a falling notebook <laughs> from our over producer, there? Jen, over there. She's uh, just as I started, because she knows that this read makes me nervous, that she started <laughs> to drop things to distract me. Anyway, we are here, uh, we're your host every uh, Monday. We're here every Monday to bring you sales ideas and tips to make you smarter. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a little uh, promotional thing to do here. If you live in Melbourne, Australia, or you'd like to go to Melbourne, Australia, on March 26th, our friend Julian Smith, longtime podcast listener, very active in the uh, podcast LinkedIn group. If you're not a member, go be a member. If you're in Australia, you want to get to Melbourne, he's having a meetup on March 26th, and the details are in the LinkedIn podcast group. Just go to the LinkedIn group and look at the promotions tab, and you'll see the event Melbourne, Australia, March 26th. Bill, we will be there. We will sort be of. there. Yes, we'll be there in uh, in spirit and on uh, video. We will. So, uh, so go there. Uh, have a great time with or without us. We'll be there in, in spirit. We'll be there. We'll be there. Well, even if it's digital these days. Yeah, in the world's a and it's a place. networking event. Julian's put together an awesome networking event for yep. those in Melbourne. So uh, if you're close by, if you're in Australia, that's clo- is that close enough? Yes, okay. absolutely. Anywhere in Australia. Yeah, right? go join him. Isn't it funny how people in Australia, they think it's the size of Rhode Island. They're like, yeah, it's just, I mean, if you live in Perth, <laughs> it's just Melbourne, right? It's like it's 19 hours, hours away. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, I had something happen to me in a meeting today that has never happened to me before. Uh-oh. I was uh, at a breakfast meeting, and belch, there was music. Now I've done that plenty of times. The... Um, the music was playing in the background and I was thinking about something. I was looking at a document reading and I was with a COO and a VP of sales. Mm -hmm. And unbeknownst to me, I was singing the song that was on and didn't know it. Oh. Have you ever done that? Yeah, no, like you, I, I just, I just that. was just subconsciously singing out loud. <laughs> Guess what the, and, and the guy, it's the COO and he's kind of a tough character. He goes, uh, you can't be singing that song. I said, why? He's like, don't you hear what it is? I'm like, was I singing it? He goes, yeah, you were singing it out loud. Like, you know what it was? Uh, Laughter in the Rain by Neil Sedaka. <laughs> yeah, if you want, oh, if you want to turn good. in your man card good. with a CO and a VP of sales, sit there in the meeting live and sing, ooh, I hear laughter yeah. in the rain. And it didn't matter how old he was. It I did mean, not matter, yeah. no. He said, uh, that's a little soft. But you know, it is a good song. <laughs> <It's>, and that's <laughs> it's what I said. Song. How can you listen to Laughter in the Rain and not be happy? Well, plus you just went to Barry Manilow a few Absolutely. weeks ago. You didn't tell him that. I did tell him that. I said, you hear I went to see concert? So anyway, I didn't know if Fact Checker Doug would pop in here. Was Neil Sedaka the original singer? of Laughter in the Rain, or is that a remake? Mm-hmm. See, I was having that debate with myself. As you were singing As it. I was singing it. <laughs> and I didn't know if that was... Because Neil Sedaka wrote a lot of stuff. He also yeah, sings some other people's things. So yeah. I, uh, if, if uh, Fact Checker Doug and, uh, on the East Coast could let us know if Neil Sedaka is the original writer performer of He's Laughter in the Rain. He's probably already got the answer. I bet he does, and it'll be on the website. So anyways, try not to sing in your next sales meeting, <laughs> if you would. That's You'll good. get in trouble like I did. All right, topic today. Um, I've got a couple clients who this happens to, and it's... You know, as we talked about in the pre-show discussion, is that a lot of times when our clients have difficulties, we have to blame it on ourselves. We yeah. can't always just say, "Well, you got to get this." And the, and the issue is this: we can train people, and we can teach people, and we can coach and discuss and role play. But at some point, this the person that we're coaching has to go out into the field and actually take the material and go do something with. Yep. It doesn't do any good to answer a a, a fifty multiple choice question bank and answer them all right you got to at least you can't just know it you got to own it you got to go do something with it and this couple of these folks really struggle with that yep and so i wanted to talk a little bit with you today about maybe some ideas that um they can that we can give them that helps them take it from just yes i know what to do 
to I do it. Yep. Because no results are going to, we're not going to be able to improve someone's results. And I know that listeners to the podcast have been awesome about letting us know what they've learned, what they've done, and the results. But sometimes there's blocks. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're just mental blocks. And so I want to talk about that a little bit and maybe come up with three or four things each that we would recommend. So if you're listening and you have listened for a while and you like the podcast, but you just can't, there's just, you just can't get your arms around something enough to go do something with, uh, I want to uh, speak to that group. Yeah. And the way I've uh, been talking about this with my clients, we've been on this theme and this path of, of, of uh, what is a, what is a pro, what is being a real pro. And, and what I've found is people see themselves as a pro in their business. So if you sell furniture, mm-hmm. you think of yourself as a pro in furniture sales. Or if you sell telephony, you think of yourself as a pro in that. What I've been inviting people to do, and I'm inviting you as a podcast listener to do, is think of yourself as a pro in selling. And it doesn't matter what the product is. doesn't matter at all. No, it shouldn't. And I thought, okay, what do pros know? What do they do? How do they behave differently than you know uh, high-level amateurs or amateurs and that sort of thing? Um, and most of them have a really defined process and system from which they operate and they know what it is and, and they know it to your point, Bill. I did a poll and this is a, this is a me problem. I did a poll of my clients in uh, December, January timeframe, uh, this past winter. And I asked them to close books, just write down your sales process. And if I was doing my job right, they would have all had the same answer mm-hmm. and all been able to answer it real easily. And they had different answers and they struggled to come up with it. And so a, a really good thing for you to do to, before we get into what to do about it as a test, if you're a sales manager for your sales team, or if you're a salesperson, close your books, don't think of anything and write down your sales process mm-hmm. and just see what you come up with. And I think you'll see like, boy, if you struggle with the exercise, you should really pay attention to what we're about yeah, to tell that's you. That's good. That's good. So do you want to take a stab at it? Yeah. Here, here's the first one I have <clears throat> is convert hours to yours. And Brian and I talk a lot about lots of different things in the sales cycle, from the upfront agreement to how do you handle resistance and rejection and economics and all those things. But convert what we say to something that you can use. So if we say, you know, the upfront agreement should sound like this, uh, Brian, thanks for inviting me in today. I was hoping we could take a little time and and I'll share with you what we do and how we work. I want to hear a little bit more about your company. Take that. And if that doesn't quite fit for you, then work it into your own system. But don't just try to wing it. Actually write down what we say. And if you, um, if you have purchased the toolkit, the Advanced Selling Podcast toolkit, there's lots of language in there that will at least help you get started. We didn't write that to just give you what to say. We wrote it as a guideline. So you can mm-hmm. take it then and make it your own. But the more of your own you make it, the more likely you are to, it, it becomes embedded inside you and the more likely you are to use it. So don't just repeat what we say, just use that as a guide and then go back and write down, write down a script or a document that you can convert that to your own. I have to tell you too, and I try not to let this happen, but it does, is people will say, hey, I used your upfront agreement the other day. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not what I in want. That, no, in that like, tone? Yeah, in that tone a little bit. Well, uh-huh. you know, it's Indiana. I'm from the South, and that's <laughs> yes. how we talk to each other, right? Um, and I like so, how you kind of slipped in to buy the toolkit. The product was, spits right in the middle clever? of your answer. That was very, very nice. Little been working on that. Mr. You've been working on your script like for the upfront front <laughs> roll. I've been working on that. Uh, okay, here's one of mine. So so wait a minute. Oh, so you sorry. said that it don't make it your upfront agreement. Is that what you don't you're, make it mine because they're saying yours. So yeah, they're right, talking to right. me. Yeah, it's it's my. So yeah. here's what I say. I'm the sale. I'm the listener. So you listeners, you say my me. Exactly. This is what I do. I right. It. This is what Bill and Brian do. Uh, okay. 
Uh, here's my first one is you have to codify it. You have to put it down on a piece of paper yeah. in order and in steps. Yeah. And whether you put um, six phases with three things in a phase or you do three buckets with seven items under each bucket, you have to have it codified and written out. There's no way that you can know no where you're going in a process if you don't have it written down somewhere. You can't do anything with it if you don't know exactly what the steps are and what the elements are of it. What is our resistance to that? Here, I, I had it happen in class the other day was teaching this. The guy said, you know, I hear what you're saying, Brian, but I am not a process guy. I like to have some speed. I don't like to be constrained, like to yeah. restrained. And then, and then I said, and then some people laughed and I said, do you know why they're laughing? Because you're looking at the least compliant, the least process oriented human yeah. being on the planet, me. And I ha and I know I have to do this. The yeah. difference is I'm able to fight the resistance because I want to be a pro. Yeah, and I yeah. think of myself as a pro. And that's why I'm able to get past that. I mean, think about uh, the work that you do in the uh, in your football officiating and the teams and and the playbooks that they have. They're they're just enormous and they're complicated and they're Very. sophisticated and everything is written down. Everything. I got to think even even practices. I got to think the best coaches write down. They have an agenda for practice, and you could probably. Uh, but the point is that I think we need to get out of this resistance to that and just, yes. just get a piece of paper, open up a file on your computer, write some of this stuff down. Yes. And there's always art available within the process. You always have freedom and flexibility to operate within it, but you Absolutely. have to have it written down. Right. Okay. Well, that's, uh, that's good because this is, uh, my number two is kind of that too. And that start with the small steps. And you've heard oh, us talk nice. a lot about the upfront agreement. If you are struggling with how to take what we're giving you and putting and put it into use in your world, start with something very simple. I recommend the upfront agreement and write it down. Write it down how you would deliver it. Work on it, work on it, work on it until it's pristine, and then practice it. And then when you get in front of a prospect, forget about it. You know, we're not saying to script it out to where you're reading it, no. like you do the front roll so well. <laughs> we're talking about getting it down so that it becomes yours. Yeah. And and I think sometimes we, again, we're reluctant to write it down. But start with small steps, whatever it is. Maybe it's a few questions that uh, you have that you've learned from us. Maybe you've learned nothing from us, but you still have a process and a way you do things. Start small. I love it. Uh, okay, here's something that will it will absolutely uh, ensure that you know your process, and I would encourage all of you listening to do this, is go teach it to somebody else. Mm -hmm. You will absolutely have to be forced to learn something if you're going to teach it to somebody else. So whether it's your uh, teenage daughter or son, or whether it's your spouse, or whether it's your sales team or your fellow sales peer, if you teach your sales process to someone else, you'll have to know it. Because if you don't, they're going to ask you questions that are going to stump you. And that's what I'm having all my clients do in, uh, in the month of February and March of 2015. All of my clients are teaching the sales process to each other mm -hmm. live in front of the class. That's and we're asking them questions. So teach it to somebody else. You will know it. Yeah, I think you get a depth of knowledge when you teach it that you don't get if you just try to memorize something. That's right. So that's good. Absolutely. Uh, my third one here had to do more with the inner game, and that is after you get out of a call, uh, you have observations, hopefully, that you've made about yourself and the prospect and how you've interacted with them. I want you to notice your feeling. Ooh. If you leave a call and you've noticed that, you know, boy, I was really nervous during that call or God, there was some questions there that I just was reluctant to answer because I didn't know how to answer. I didn't want to upset him. Notice how you're feeling and use those feelings 
as a springboard to, to more success. So let's suppose that I was feeling a little nervous and I felt like at the end, we kind of rushed through the end and I let the customer kind of get rid of me quickly. Uh, and it was yeah. a good call, but just something happened at the end. Yeah. Go back and say, okay, what was the feeling that overtook me during that process that caused me to not want to say, look, before we leave, there are th- a few things here. We want to talk about clear futures, et cetera. Yeah. Notice the feeling, and I think that will become a clue. Don't beat yourself up for the feeling. Just use it as a clue. And as you analyze that and observe that and become familiar with it, I think it'll change you the next time. So That's you'll get really that good. feeling next time, and you'll be able to blast through it. I love it. The feeling of like laughter in the rain, right? That was the feeling Gosh, I, I had I, in mind. Do I hear yeah. laughter in the rain again? Uh, here's my last one. And I think this is similar. And I think I just moved on the tactical side of it. As I wrote down, I wrote down number three, evaluate with it. So once you've codified it and you're going back and evaluating, what you said is it evaluate, which I love the feeling part of it, also evaluate the mechanical yeah, part right, and evaluate, right. okay, I went through all these things. And again, in football, I, I know exactly the process. So if I if the, there's a football game on and I'm refereeing and I know the guy that plays a pass, my left foot should drop back immediately at the snap as soon as every pass, mm-hmm. every time. And I can look at every pass play, if there's 40 of them, and say, how many times did my left foot drop back? My left foot drop back. It's a process. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. And that is all part of it. So evaluate with the process, then you'll know it. But I think you also bring up the idea that it is a small game. It's a game of inches. And if you don't drop that foot back, you get a little tangled up or you can't see it you got in it. perfect vision. Yep. So it's just all that little stuff. And so start with the little stuff, start with small, document things, and I think you'll find that uh, you will become a stud and or no stud at. doubt <clears throat> about it. All right. Well, that does it for today. Brian, fair? Very fair. All yeah. Right. No more Neil Sadaka. All done. Hey, if you want to get your sales game ready for prime time, go to advancedsellingpodcast.com and download a free copy of our ultimate pregame audio program. It's an awesome program. Brian and I just completed it here a couple months ago, and you'll find it on the products page on the website. Also, download our app at the iTunes App Store. We get hundreds of those every month. We hundreds do, of we? app downloads every month. We appreciate it. Uh, we're starting to run promos and uh, promotions and deals exclusively for our app users, yes, too. So you want to make sure you're on that list. Yep. And finally, take a couple minutes to leave us a review at iTunes. Pretty easy to do, and we appreciate any good things you can say about us. There. If this podcast thing doesn't work out, you should be a professional reader. Really? That was really, really? good. Like that, that was yeah. really, really good. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not reading. It's all memory. I know, exactly. Also, right. join the conversation in our LinkedIn group, Advanced Selling Podcast. Podcast.com slash LinkedIn. We will see you next Monday for the latest episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast. See you. Bye.